You are now listening to an uncut, unedited version of the recording after the latest episode of the New Run Podcast Horror Movie Review. I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I feel like we should open with Queen We Are the Champions as intro music for this episode. Yeah, I, I was going to open with Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect contrast. I love it. Yeah, n- neither of which we could use because we'll get flagged by Spotify or Apple Music for copyright, and we'll get shut down. No, this is true. So this is your last episode. You're going on holiday, literally, or are yeah. on holiday. But you are. This is your last time recording until season six. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It's the first time I've been out. So when I've been away before, and the the seasons have broken, so you saw it in season two to three. There was like a three-week gap there. So I had a two-week holiday and then I come back and then it was like a, I had a week where I just kind of got myself together and worked out what I was going to do and worked out polls and all that kind of stuff. But now it's lovely because I literally, I'm going to drop this, stop recording, I'm going to go pack bags, I'm going to go get on a plane and I'm going to go and spend two weeks in the sun. And honestly, I cannot wait. I feel like I've not been abroad forever. Well, you would on pandemic and all the rest of it, man. I'm I'm very, very jealous, very jealous of your break you have coming up. Yeah, and everyone listening to this now, I want you all to just picture in your mind right now, I am laid by a swimming pool. From where I'm sat, I can see the beautiful sea. I can see the bar. It's great where I am. Just soak that in for a second. I hope you're see, having this a wonderful... is what I mean. This is why when I tell people you're an asshole, I genuinely mean it. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, on, I'm honestly, I, I can't wait. And while I'm away, I'm not going to be doing, I'm just going to disappear. So all of my social media is going to shut down. The show's still going to come out and you're, you're going to do some episodes, but I am literally going to vanish off the face of the earth for two weeks. And rightly so, man. You've been pumping out some big content this week. And I mean, you know, people who listen to this show regularly, the effort that goes into it. But not only that, you are also running True Crime and, and you run podcasts, YouTube with Elise and Heather on True Crime. And not only that, but you are guesting every week on some other show. You must be recording at least four nights a week. I don't know how Lisa manages to cope with your absence. Well, it, I think it was I think it was last weekend I recorded... Friday with you, Saturday with Heather, Sunday with um, a podcast of The Damned where we done The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which was great. Uh, and then I recorded on Monday as well. So it was like four nights on the trot. I just sat out here for like three hours at a time. Um, but I, I've I've got one more appearance that I'm making, which I can't say anything about, which I'm super excited for, which is for someone's Halloween special. Cool. So, so that, yeah, won't, that won't be out until after you come back anyway, will it? No, that doesn't come out until October. So that's a, that's an episode for October we're recording early. Um, but Maybe yeah. we should take note of how professional and well-organised and how well in advance these guys record compared to us. Uh, do you know, it's really strange. So I, I talk to lots of people who podcast and I guest on lots of people's shows. The range of how different the organisation is is massive. So I'm recording with someone couple of days time before i go away their show that episode doesn't come out till october but then when i recorded with podcast of the damned i recorded 10 minutes later he dropped a trailer for it which was audio clips of the show the following morning that episode went out so his wow. turnaround time is like lightning 
And I think it just depends on how you like to do it. So we're about, what are we, a week in advance? Week and a bit in advance? Usually about a week. We like to give a week. And that way, in that case, if we do have any hiccups, we still have time to rectify that so we can still pump out content week in, week out. Yeah. Which I think is a nice sort of cushion for us. Yeah, I do. How are you feeling about season six? Obviously, you're, you're, you're kicking off a brand new season and I ain't here. I am. I am. Yes, I am kicking off the new season, two episodes in. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm just going to stick with the same format that we've come through on season five. Um, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. I mean, I've only just come on for this season. Granted, we've done about, what, 20, 20 26? This is episode uh, episode 24? 24 plus weekly Newsweek shows on top. So, I mean, this is my first season. So, this is a big dive in for me to be already taking on episodes on my own without your assistance. So, I'm a little bit nervous about it. I'm not going to lie, but I, I feel it'll be all right. I feel it'll be all right. We have a formula, we have a system, we have a, we have a, we have a sort of structure on which to go with. Um, I just, I just hope that people can tolerate me on my own with a guest as opposed to you being there to, banter against throughout i'm sure i'll be fine yeah and if joke- not scott's back after a couple of episodes so don't worry but j- joking aside without blowing smoke up your ass the listeners love you and they do tell me they love you i get lots of messages i've had so many messages when you first joined the show and they've continued about uh, your opinions are so varied because you you view horror differently to me and because of that, you get messages like you got about Buffy because you're a bad man and you don't understand <laughs> Buffy is a good, good thing. But you, you garnish a response from the listeners, be it good or be it bad, but you've got something that makes people talk, which makes you a good podcaster. And I've got it as well. I mean, you, you've seen my TikTok. I am clickbait central. Yeah. Yeah, you just antagonize people consistently. <laughs> the best way to antagonize someone on TikTok is pick a director, which I've done tonight. I've got 300-odd notifications. Me and Mark were talking about it earlier. Uh, I've not looked at them yet. So I've done a thing where we're talking about director's best movies, and I made a comment that John Carpenter's best movies ever made is The Thing. And TikTok have gone wild. And rightly so. Do you not think The Thing is better than Halloween? No. No. I don't even think the thing is better than um, what's the one with Sam Neill. I've gone blank. Event Horizon. No, no, no. That's oh, I know. That's Anderson. He did the the trilogy with the uh, Prince of um, Darkness and uh, oh, Book of Madness. Holy shit, my mm. mind just went fully blank. Man, I don't think but, it's even a better Book of Madness. Really? Really? I like the thing. Don't get me wrong. I do like the thing. I love. I love all of John Carpenter's body of work, um, but I don't feel that the thing. Again, it's the same argument I have with the Predator and and everything else. I feel like it it walks that fine line between horror, sci-fi, action. Um, yeah. And as a horror fan, I I feel like I follow a strict code with what I think horror is and what horror should be. Yeah. Um. And and for me, I think the thing is is as great as it is as a film, the same as the Terminator. Is it a horror or is it an action film? You that's know, a, you, that's you, a, that's you a horror. Quite, it's it, a slasher. It, again, 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 it is. Yeah, people would categorize it as a slasher, but people also wouldn't. So it's like, as much as I love the thing, 
it's not as direct horror as I like my horror to be. No, I'll I, I take that on board. But as I say, TikTok's just clickbait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what bait to <laughs> you know what bait to use. Uh, d- d- yeah, the, the the baits out there are great. Mention anything about anything anyone feels strongly about. Rag on Halloween a little bit. I've even ragged on Nightmare on Elm Street just just to see people go, no! The best one is mention recasting Robert England. Wow. People just go mad for anything, though, these days, especially on TikTok. 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 I'm a dinosaur, as you can tell by now. I don't know my social media very well. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> TikTok. There's a, a cross between Twitter and TikTok. TikTok. That's the one, yeah. TikTok. Uh, I did a top 10 remake, and, and I didn't include the Evil Dead 2013. And people lost their shit. It was like, how can you do a remake? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Evil Dead is not it's not a remake. It's, no, it's, it's a, a continuation. It's mm. a sequel. And uh, these guys, these ill-informed people on, on, on these social medias, um, I've have no idea, and they, they were coming at me left, right, and center over it, and, and I was yeah. like, no, 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 it's 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 not a remake. I was like, if it was considered a remake, it would have probably made number one on my top ten remakes list. I said, it, it is not, it is not a remake, and yeah, uh, I, I remember that cause... of messages because I even at one point I had to message you. I was like, Scott, can you help me out? Man? <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm drowning in this shit. Can you come and bail me out on this? Yeah, because there was one guy going really hard at you, and I jumped in and went, no, it's it, it's sequel. He went, no, it's not. And he got quite shitty. And I just sent him a link to the article from the writer that said it was a sequel. Uh, he, he disappeared after that. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how you deal with it. I don't know how you cope with it. The fact that this was, I don't have a big following on any of these platforms like you do. And I certainly don't go, don't go out asking for trouble. I just posted my thing. And I, I must have only got like four or five people berating me with the fact that The Evil Dead was a, a remake. And I had to call in you for backup. I'm like, mate, come on, man. This guy's fucking killing me. Can you come and talk me out? You get like thousands and thousands of comments of people coming at you daily. I don't know how you cope with it. Uh, it. It was the Monsters one where I compared the trailer to the original, the teaser trailer to the original opening of the Monsters. That had like 1,900 comments and 1,800 of those were ripping me to pieces. It's insane, isn't it? It really is insane. And it, don't get me wrong, it's a good thing. I love that people are that passionate about horror. And I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit predatorial with the fact that I prey on that because I know it brings attention to the show and people will go, oh, this guy's... They're either going to go, I like what this guy's saying, we'll listen to his show, or they're going to go, this guy's full of shit. I'm going to listen to an episode to see how full of shit he is. And then I'm hoping once they get here, they like it and they stay. That's the plan. Yeah. Either way, it's bringing in new listeners, isn't it? So it's a, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. a win-win situation. <laughs> but still, again, you're a bad man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Um, are we going to cover any news today? Is there anything you would like to discuss? Uh, what have we got? I mean, again, once again this week, there's not been a great deal. I mean, we've had a lot of new stuff coming out the past few weeks. I mean, you've got Prayer, which was massively successful and rightly so by all accounts i haven't seen it personally i know you're a big fan but in terms of actual news i think we've had the news that halloween ends was going to be r-rated which is what we expected it to be anyway and could, could you imagine was... could you imagine the fallout from that if it had come back as pg-13 yeah, oh, or, or 15 or something like that like what the fuck 
But again, again, we expected it. But your your beloved skeleton boy, man, oh. scarecrow thing. Don't get it wrong. October boy. Man, the things I just listed off as ridiculous was way cooler than the thing you just said. Uh, yeah, so Dark Harvest has been rated R, which I am absolutely thrilled about. It means they've gone balls to the wall dark with it. I'm still billing that as horror movie of the year. I hope you're right, because what you've told me in concept to learn sounds incredible. Yeah, I, I, I'm desperate. I mean, last year I picked Last Night in Soho, and I would still argue that's one of the top movies of last year. Again, um, I still haven't seen. Do you just avoid the movies that I say are going to be good, just on purpose? Most probably, yeah. You haven't got a great reputation for recommendations, I'll be honest. I, th- I think that's harsh. The best recommendation you've given me so far is Fright Night. Which is awesome. Have you watched the remake yet? No. But I, I listened to a podcast the other day and they were saying that they felt the remake was better than the original yeah depending on how you look at it i could i could they were, they were basically saying that nostalgia glasses aside the remake is better than yeah, the original and, and, and colin, i loved i loved the original so i'm curious to put that theory to the test colin farrell in it is great he's yeah. so good uh, he, he was saying that him david tennant and anton yelch were outstanding even the recasting of um McLovin yeah. as Evil Ed. Yeah. It, it's a really good cast, but yeah, it's, I think for me, it is the David Tennant's great. He, he embodies that. He's just Doctor Who, effectively. He plays his Doctor Who character. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out. But again, with the format of my page, I like to watch things in order. And I've seen Friday Night Now, and I will have to go through. I think that had a couple of sequels i think yeah yeah i had one i think he had bright night two and then a and then a 2012 sequel before we got the remake or something like that yeah so talking about your page we don't talk about your page enough but you must have the biggest backlog of movies ever now to pump out do you know what i'll do a little tally up for you now because now we've just done the nightmare franchise that's just took me in so i'll give you a count up of what i've got I have a lot of reviews to write and I just I haven't had the time to do them, so I will count them up. So what have we got coming up this season? This season as if I've got my own show. Um Screen Three is my next one. And then I've got all of the I'm I'm now reviewed on all of the nightmares. So I've got Dream Warriors, Master, Child, Freddy's Dead, New Nightmare, and Freddy vs. Jason all reviewed. Sharknado, the Poltergeist, I've got Cast from Wes Craven coming up, I've got Wreck, I've got The Crow, I've got Sleepaway Camp, I've got The Shining, I've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I've got Love and Monsters, Banged Up, Child's Play 2, Fright Night 1 and 2, Triangle, Last Girl Standing, I, I can keep going, I can keep going, I've literally got about another 15, 16 reviews that are already written and ready to go. But life just gets in the way, man. I just don't yeah. have the fucking time. Yeah, I genuinely it, don't have the time. If anyone's listening, Spotify, Apple, Samsung, I don't know, who else is there? Amazon Music, uh, Podbay, CastBox. Any of these people listening now, if, any, if you're an executive for any of these and you want to offer an exclusive deal for all of the shows for 
the Uran Podcast Horror Movie Review for Horror Movie News for True Crime and True Crime Extended Cut. We will sign those. We win. I'm not ashamed to move all of the podcasts to one. I will be a whore and I will sell out. To, yeah. So, so I don't have to work anymore. If, if I would love nothing more. I would love nothing more to be able to sit and edit and write all day long reviews, watch content, do podcasts, write more reviews, do more yeah. podcasts. That and would be perfect. If you compare but, us to like Joe Rogan, that Spotify paid a hundred million dollars to make that an exclusive podcast. We are a drop in the ocean. All I want you to do is cover my annual salary and Mark would be the same. Cover our annual salary to do this full time. And I will literally, I will sign that in blood. That is. That Can you is imagine a- the content we would be able to churn out if we got paid to do this? If this was my day job, if, this, oh, if I man. had to dedicate eight hours a day to be able to doing this show and doing my reviews and doing the page, we would, we would churn out some fucking great content. We'd be, yeah. We could be the next Anton Deck. I feel like you would be Ant. Is that because I've got a bigger forehead than you? Yeah, I was just looking in the camera then as we were talking. And I was like, yeah, yeah and, you've, uh, you've got a five head, so you would be Ant. Yeah, but you're you're saying this wearing a hat. Constantly <laughs> saying it wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in terms of length, your yours is a lot elongated than mine. So you would you would be Ant and I would be Deck. Yeah. Uh, and Deck's yeah. a cooler one anyway, so I'd prefer to be Deck. You think Deck's cooler than Ant? Uh, I, don't know. I, I, I think Ant, Ant's got a dark past. Ant's le- led a bit of a life. He's done rehab multiple times. He's yeah, he has to be yeah. fair. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's been done for drink driving. He's been done for affairs. He, he's led a more interesting life than Deck. Not necessarily a better life, but a more interesting life. As a oh. as a voyeur watching in. Yeah, this is true. In fact, yeah, we'll swap them over. I'll be Ant, and you can be Deck. Okay, that's fine. I'll just stay and watching horror movies. You can go and go to rehab, have your affairs. You you crack over that. No, no, I don't want that lifestyle. Oh, okay. <laughs> you I just, just want people to... to think I have that lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's I love the fact that the, the bad boy image you've had all season. Yeah, I just rock up with a beer. I rock up with a beer and 85 pages of notes and 27 hours of watching <laughs> the one-hour movie. <laughs> Which was the worst one. I think I, what was the worst one I watched? Like, it's got to be H4. Up... Yeah, H4. I think I did that. I think I did about seven times on the build-up to that episode. There was you, something real random throughout this season that I watched like four times on the run to the episode, and it really didn't warrant it either. I can't remember what it was now. Do you know, the one for me was Sharknado 3. So I watched <laughs> Sharknado 3 late in the day, like recording time. So I watched it the day before we recorded. I watched it and I enjoyed it so much. It literally ended and I hit the restart button and I watched it again. And then I watched it the following day and I still had the same level of joy every time something stupid happened. This is great. This is so good. I'm so on board with this franchise now as well. I feel like it's become a staple of the show. Yeah, I don't know. Thing is, we can't burn through them too quick because then what do we do? Go on to Larvantula. Quite happily, yeah. And um, the thing is, though, like I, I finished three, and I was like, "This is incredible!" Like I must watch four now. But then at the same time, I'm like, I can't because this is a thing now, and we need yeah. to watch it together. <laughs> it, it, it's a thing now, and I'm I'm desperate. I've I said it on the Sharknado episode. Anyone who can get any cast member from Sharknado four or Sharknado five, I would do them out of order. If someone can say. 
I can get you a guest who's the cameo in Sharknado 5, I, I will take that episode in a heartbeat. I want to talk to someone who's involved in this franchise just to know what it's like. Yeah, I, I, right. and I'll I, take anybody who isn't even on screen. Just somebody behind the scenes who actually orchestrates it all. Yeah, because um, in my in my head, I don't know if you're the same, but in my head, this is a they rock up in the morning, and someone's got a notepad, going right today we're going to do. I, I I imagine their organization is about the level of organization of our show. Hey, come on, man. We're pretty prepared-ish. Yeah, I, I think the director and the producer turn up with an idea of what they want to do with no idea how to execute and go, right, what we're going to do is we're going to do this. And then they turn around to the visual effects team and go, right, now on top of that little two-minute scene we filmed, we need 18,000 sharks swirling around in the sky and we need it to be like bad weather. And the visual effects team look at them and go, but it's 32 degrees and sunny. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can sort that out. Fine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. It really, really is. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And the first one was diabolical. Yeah. But it's just taken on this this roller coaster of events within itself. That's just, ah, oh, it, it's great. It really is. And while we're on a similar sort of turn, and this is Newsweek, obviously, we're supposed to talk news content and not just waffle bullshit like we normally do. Birdemic 3 is coming this year. No. Yes, which no. is very exciting news. Elise is going to love it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to do it as a live because the lives is like a thing now for Birdemic 3. But so, did you, Do you think Birdemic 3 is a lie? Do, do you know when it's coming? Do we know when it's coming out yet? No, we don't know. I've seen, I follow them on Instagram um, and they were, they were spouting, I thought it was August. I thought it was August that it was supposed to come. I'm just on their IMDb page now. And, and it was supposed to be this sort of time of the year. But I haven't. It's gone very quiet all of a sudden. Do, do we do, do we, do we take it one step further? Do we go and do our first ever YouTube live? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we could come on. Yeah, because this was originally. Mine and Elise's live, we did the first one live, and then you yeah. came on for the second one. So it would be only fitting that we took this to YouTube, which is now yours and Elise's show, to do the third one. Yeah. Do, do we take Birdemic 3 to YouTube live? I, th- I think that's a good idea. Yes. Let's do that. Let's set that in motion now. Let's do Birdemic 3 live on YouTube upon release. Yeah. Which should uh, be any time soon, really. <laughs> release while I'm on holiday. <laughs> don't worry we'll wait for you to get back damn it <laughs> uh, that, that that movie those movies are Sharknado is one thing Birdemic is just a whole nother level of yeah wow it's it, they're shocking they're shockingly bad very 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 terrible content but again very entertaining in the content, in the, in the right context, like like if you was to sit at home and watch a horror film, you're like, oh, I'm going to watch Birdemic. God bless your soul, because you will <laughs> not enjoy your experience. But if you did what me and Elise and Scott did with Birdemic Two, where you got extremely drunk and did a live about it, it makes for an enjoyable watch. And um, yeah. it has to be watched in the right the right context. I think those films. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, and speaking about films, obviously, I've got my movie comes out next year. I like the way that you've transitioned from the Birdemic franchise to your film. <laughs> the only way, the only way is up. 
I, I tell you what, if it comes out and it's as badly produced as Bird Demic, I will just bow out and never do another one. <laughs> um, anyone who makes movies or ever has been involved in making movies, I genuinely did not realise how difficult this shit is. The level of red tape to do anything is beyond a joke. Like getting a permit. So I needed, so there's an area I need to film. I needed to use a town sign. We're talking a three second shot. I'll let you, let's do a little bit of a quiz. How much do you think it cost for my, I think it's, I think it's about eight seconds, eight seconds of a town sign. How much did it cost for my permit to use that in the movie? Who does the permit money go to? Does that go to the town council? Uh, yeah, it, it goes to the local council. So the local, I applied to the local council and said, look, I'm making a film. I want to use your town name because it's a well-known town name. It fits with what I'm doing. I just want to do a, a scrolling shot as I come past in a car. I wouldn't even know. Surely they'd let you do that shit for free for advertising for their town? You'd think so. They probably would had I said I was making an action movie with Nicolas Cage. They'd probably gone, yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, uh, but independent movie, uh, spitball a figure. What do you think it could be? I wouldn't have said anything more than £100, to be honest with you. £100, I'd have ripped their arm off. £485. Fuck off, really? Mm-hmm. For eight seconds? Uh, yeah, I told them it would be a maximum of 15 seconds. That is insane. And just so everyone knows, I have paid that as well. And that scene has now been shot. Have you really? Mm-hmm. I hope it was fucking worth it, man. <laughs> oh, so, so, so do I. Um, so far, just if anyone's curious, if anyone wants to like up, go and update my IMDb page, uh, so far the uh, budgetary spend for this movie has been £1,600. Have you really? Of your own money you've invested. Which is £1,600 more than I intended on spending. <laughs> Ah, uh, you see, you should have started a Kickstarter, man. We have a big fan base. People love us. They love our content. They might be wanting to see you make something. They might be willing to to invest in your production. Yeah, I, uh, the the crazy thing is, it's something I'm doing. For, I'm doing it for me. Obviously, I want people to watch it and enjoy it. But if ten people watched this and they said it was the best thing they'd seen, or even if someone said this is really original. I really like this. It's completely different to anything else. I'll take that. That's worth the investment for me. It's a lifelong dream. I've always wanted to do it. So, yeah, it's. It, I set out with a budget of nothing, which I knew immediately was fucking ambitious. Um, and I, I'm happy. All the money I've spent has all been on permits. That's all it. All it's been. That's cool. That's cool. Um... I'll probably destroy it on my page, but it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do, 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 do I actually get a spot? Do I earn a spot on MW Horror Reviews page? Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. I want an Just honest know review. I'll be fair. I'll be yeah, fair. I, yeah, I, I want an honest review. I don't want you to go, oh, this is a you run podcast podcast production. This is amazing. Five stars. <laughs> no, I will be fair and honest. However, always. if it does get picked up by a movie studio, your review will go on the cover of the DVD. Just remember Ooh, that. Ooh, enticing. enticing. MW Horror Reviews, five stars. <laughs> Scott said Scott said it, I, Scott said, I'd appear on the cover. That would be the tagline <laughs> underneath your yeah. review. 
I did this review for recognition. <laughs> I sold out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that that's October next year. I've got the teaser, the full teaser trailer, the the proper one. So the the teaser trailer I've released so far is out of canon. That's not every shot in that is not in the movie. No. But the teaser trailer that comes in December, just before Christmas, my Christmas gift to everyone. That is actually the movie will be shot and completed by December this year. And I'm going to sit on it and edit it for 10 months before it comes out. Cool. Cool. It's a labor of love. Take your time. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process. It's a very difficult thing to do. It's nothing I would ever, ever be able to imagine myself doing. I'm I'm very critical of other people's work, but I would hate to be able to put myself out there, I think. Yeah. Doing I, something like that myself. I, I think I think my concern is when I re- we've read some duff reviews on the show. My concern is when it goes on IMDB and I get what is this shit? One star. I, I don't know how my ego would take that. I don't think you would be able to take that kind of shit on board. I mean, you you, you look at people who, granted, you, you even yourself, you, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, two star. Yeah, it's not two a two-star star film. It's not a two-star film, you know what I mean? It's not a two-star <laughs> There is no way a production like that is a two-star film, regardless of what day of the week it is. There is no way that is a two-star film. People like to talk on the internet, and that's half the problem with. And I say that being one of those people myself. I'm very. Oh, yeah, I am. I am as well. I, I, I like to talk, and I like to pull things apart, and I like to. One thing I'm always trying my best to be very clear on is is I'm not a critic at all. I'm not a critic. I'm not. This isn't a profession for me. I don't do this financially and I don't feel I warrant the credibility to be able to do so but I do it based on my own experience so I'll watch something and I'll share my experience but I want everybody to know while I'm doing that 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 is my experience and my takeaway you know that is never any sort of reflection or judgment on the people who have put the hard work in to create these productions because what I take away from something somebody might take away from it in a completely different light altogether yeah, and it's it, it's difficult, and I've enjoyed the process. I've enjoyed the going out in the middle of the night and venturing off into the the middle of the forest near me and recording a couple of scenes. And I've enjoyed filming stuff at home where it's all pitch black, and it's been good fun. But fuck me, it's been hard work. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it is. I really, really can. And how you fit this in with everything else you do, man? It's mind blowing to me. You really do deserve your holiday. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I cannot wait. I genuinely can't wait, which is why I'm going to say that's enough of Newsweek because we haven't got any news to talk about. We're just talking shit now. Yeah, yeah, and rightly so. It's getting late and I'm done. I'm off to bed. So I wish you the best of holidays. I hope you have a fantastic time. Um, I like duty freeze, so feel free to pick me something up on your way back and post uh, it to me. Anything in preference you'd like? Uh, no, do you know what? No, I have plenty of duty free alcohol and stuff in the house. If you find something really, really cool that's unique that you think, oh, Mark would like that, get it. 
I'm not talking spending lots of money. I'm thinking like... Oh, good, because I wasn't planning on spending lots of money. You've just told me what you spent on permits. I think you can stretch to a few quid on a budget. (laughs) (laughs) I expect something like... If you see something like really, really cool and unique that would look really awesome in my office, that's like suitable or, or like where you've come from or anything or where you've been, like you'd be like, oh, he wouldn't be able to get that at home. That'll look great on his shelf. Pick me something cool up. If I can find a Michael Myers T-shirt, but where he's in traditional dress of the nation I'm in, you'd like that. <laughs> if you could find that, I would be amazed if you can find that. But yes, anything, anything. If a lucky, lucky man comes up to you and he's carving something out of tree bark, and you think, yeah, that's awesome. Get me that. I would appreciate it. Do you want me to get him to carve you a coat hanger? <laughs> no 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 i'm still hoping that i'm going to get sent one of those coat hangers in that box but i've realized by the way on that recommended account that he does his based on numbers do you know what i mean like so when they do when they do action figure releases it's like 101 his have they have a collection number and you know i'm like i like to collect i like things so if i get that one off in the halloween one and that's like one two seven I'm going to want all the 27 before it for the collection for the walls. So it's like, I'm a sucker for things like that. And I think that's how these people sucker you in. Yeah. They they do. It's number 111. And instantly you go, well, what's number 112? What was number 110? What was number one? What was number one? I want to know what number one. And then all of a sudden you go to this rabbit hole and, Five grand later, you've got this excellent looking wall and no money left. Yeah. And I have a very, very addictive personality. So I have, if I have that, and I know that it's not like, it, it's not a problem for me if it's the first. If it's the first, then I can, I can call it a day and I can you like, stop. The, I but can if stop you, because I've if got you get the number OG seven, the original, then I have to have the seven before it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I have to have the seven before it, before that. And then, it's terrible. Like I like, what do I collect? What do I collect in here that I'm looking at? I mean, I'm obviously a vintage game collector, but like Goosebumps. Goosebumps is a perfect example. Like I'm currently working my way trying to collect all the old Goosebumps books, not like the newer ones that have come out recently, but like the original ones that you grew up with as a child. Uh, I'm okay. Trying, I'm trying to redeem all of those. What have I got up there? So I've got. I think there's about sixty or seventy, and I must have about fifteen at the minute. I mean, I don't go out buying them on eBay or anything like that. But like, if I see them in like charity shops as I'm passing or car sales on a week, I'll I'll pick them up. Yeah, so I'm I'm keeping an eye out for them. So if you see any goosebumps books on your holiday, <laughs> not that I expect you to in in Turkey, but if you do, <laughs> you get a Turkish edition of Goosebumps issue one. I would like that to be fair. <laughs> okay so I, I will i will find you a gift of some description and i will post yes. it to you when i get back in time for us to discuss it for the first time we record so you can hold the gift that i buy you in your hand yes. and you, can, you can start the episode with what the fuck is this shit you've sent me yes that will be the conversation so in three weeks time when scott gets back we will have the conversation about my return present. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's good, man. You've built it up on air now to be awesome. Uh, do, do you know, as soon as I'd done it, I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to land at the airport and I'm going to be frantically running to a post box. No, we can't get the kids in the car yet. I need to post this now or it won't get there. 
<laughs> yeah, never mind enjoying your holiday. You're just going to spend it now scouring marketplaces looking for an awesome gift for me. <laughs> exactly that. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again, everyone, for this season. Um, Mark will be back next week for Newsweek all on his own. No, I'll be with the guest. Um, we just won't have you here to yeah. annoy us. It's going to be awesome. We will we will do it. It'll be fine. Uh, Newsweek will continue as normal. The show will continue as normal. The format will continue as normal. The only difference is Scott will no longer be here for two weeks as he has a well-deserved break, which should have been your honeymoon. Yes, it should. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. But there uh, is time. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we will get married at some point. Hey, hey. Places go bust. Venues go bust. Shit happens. I'm a big boy. We'll move on. Um, exactly. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all in, well, a while. I'll be honest, I, I don't really care now. I want a beach. Enjoy it. You deserve yeah. it, and we will see you soon. Have a great right. time, man, and I will see you when you get back. All right, I'll speak to you later. Cheers, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our latest edition of Horror Movie News. Uh, if you like this and you want to check out the main show, make sure you head over to our website, which is you run podcast.com remember you run the show